So before we go to Lent, I thought I would offer some instructions on mindful eating, practice of eating mindfully. And even as I speak, you might just tune in to your own body and notice how hungry is your body. What's the level of hunger? And, and there might be a difference between your mind's experience of the fact that we're close to lunch and the body's experience of knowing that there will soon be an opportunity to eat. And I know we have many different cultures in the room. We have a lot of uh, societal ideas, concepts, even rules. And I would say oppressive uh, dynamics around our bodies and how we're supposed to eat, what we're supposed to eat. There can be a lot going on. Even as we move from the hall, move towards the dining room, there's a, the line, the lunch line. We can have all kinds of ideas. We read what's for lunch. There's a whole flowering of thoughts and conceptions and emotions. So if you're anything like me, I spent years going to the dining hall and just suffering. Suffering, suffering, suffering. I'm taking too much. I'm taking too little. Everybody's watching. Everybody's here, right? The sort of myopic, like, all comes down to this. So just to really be aware of all of these dynamics, it's not our thoughts. You're not thinking your thoughts. You're thinking the culture's thoughts. And so I wanted to offer several new ways. It's like we're reprogramming, we're dismantling some of these really harmful structures that have set up, have been set up in our bodies and our hearts. And I wanted to share with you, to begin, this book, The Body is Not an Apology. I've been reading this book. This is by Sonia Renee Taylor. And I'm going to actually read a paragraph for you. I just read this last night. And you can see how it lands. But I think she names some of this dynamic really well. And she's offering a new structure, a new program for us. So The Body is Not an Apology, The Power of Radical Self-Love is the title. A radical self-love world is a world that works for every body. Creating such a world is an inside-out job. How we value and honor our own bodies impacts how we value and honor the bodies of others. Our own radical self-love, reconnection, is the blueprint for what author Charles Eisenstein calls the more beautiful world our hearts know is possible. It's through our own transformed relationship with our bodies that we become champions for other bodies on our planet. As we awaken to our indoctrinated body shame, We feel inspired to awaken others and to interrupt the systems that perpetuate body shame and oppression against all bodies. There's a whisper we keep hearing. It's saying we must build in us what we want to see built in the world. When we act from this truth on a global scale, using the lens of the body, 
we usher in the transformative opportunity of radical self-love, which is the opportunity for a more just, equitable, and compassionate world for us all. So this is really our opportunity here to recognize first as we go into the dining hall what's happening in the mind. And we all have different relationships. Maybe it's actually just really clear and fine. Like, oh, I'm going to Lent. No problem. But to know what our, our thoughts are doing with the whole process, the overlay is the first practice. And if you're finding edges, shame, narratives that are causing stress, we work with them with love. We name them, and can we feel them land in the body and hold them with a kind of care, the gentle, allowing, receptive kind of care? Okay, I hear you, I feel you, I'm here. So metta, or loving kindness, this quiet care is a really wonderful way to hold our bodies as we go into the meal. And in fact, feeding our bodies is already an act of care. So can we hold it in that way? Slowing down really helps. So sometimes as we're activated, we've got a lot going on, we tend to speed up. But in this practice, if we slow down and really feel the body in all of its experiences, its hunger, its lack of hunger, its numbness, maybe there's dissociation, this can happen. We know this, we can slow down, and it allows more time to really know moment by moment what's happening here, emotionally, cognitively. Another reflection I think that's related to metta in eating is, this was Thich Nhat Hanh's teaching, is to really think about all of the humanity that's gone in to this meal. All the people, the farmers, the truck drivers, the people who cleaned these vegetables, who chopped these vegetables, the cooks, so much energy and effort has gone into making this food arrive for you on your plate. You can reflect even on the sun and the wind and the water, the fertilizer that grew this food. And this really clearly taps us into this sense of interdependence that Yang spoke beautifully about last night. And Dara was teaching us the elements today. This body is just made out of elements, just like the food is. So resting in this reflection, maybe some appreciation for the interdependence, this cycle of interchange that we're in all the time, receiving elements, returning elements, this body is just all part of it. So this can be open the heart to appreciation, also connection, because we're eating together. might feel funny because we're not necessarily looking at each other and it's silent, but there's a whole kind of community thing happening here. So interdependence. And then the movement. So you can be in the concept. We know our emotions. We know our thoughts. How is it to move from that whole landscape of ideas down into the actual felt sense of being in a body? Here we are today, mindfulness of the body. So feeling the feet on the ground. Feeling the touch of the spoon as you serve. 
seeing, knowing that you're seeing the whole colorful textures. There's all kinds of seeing happening in the dining hall. So this movement from the thinking mind down into the feeling body really helps us. Again, we're dismantling some of these systems of power and oppression. So what is the body? What is hunger? How do we experience hunger in the body? What's the felt sense of it? Is it kind of ache? Is there pressure? Is there heat, coolness? All this is very helpful to know in the process of eating. Very different, maybe, from the way we often eat. How much are we in the story of what's happening? Rather than really tasting your food. Really being in the embodied experience of what is it, this care of lifting each forkful, feeling the whole sensation of saliva and chewing and things happening, the teeth and tongue. And then sometimes when we really pay attention, we're going slow, you can feel the moment of the digestive process starting to happen. And there's a kind of the body might be like, oh, thank you. You can see if you feel that moment of the body starting to take in the nutrition and using it to create energy for practice. One traditional technique for mindful eating and slowing down and really being with the body is this noting, noting practice. Some of you might be familiar. So noting is a silent mental label that we place just very gently on each moment. So we might be noticing lifting, moving, placing with the feet as we're standing in line, just slowly walking, lifting, moving, placing. And then in, in your, the line, as you're reaching for the plate, reaching, touching, holding, seeing. So these mental labels, just moment by moment, then this will really slow you down because when you're eating, you might feel the fork, touching, lifting, opening, chewing, swallowing, right? Very precise moment by moment uh, perception of what's happening on the body level. So in terms of sensation, you can play with this mental noting. Sometimes it can get pretty tight and overly effortful, but in a very gentle way. We want 90% of our experience to just be in the body. And then maybe a very light 5-10%, just the noting, oh, I'm chewing, I'm tasting. The taste is pleasant. The taste is unpleasant. Notice what your conditioning is. Even if it's unpleasant, are we still eating it because we're in the clean plate club? Just eat it. Just get through it. Whatever it is you don't like. Or is there a kind of like pushing away, like, nope, that's going in the compost. No problem. None of this is a problem. We're just staying really open and aware. How is the body responding to other bodies around me? So you can feel, even in the slowing down, tapping into the body, it's such a deep practice of compassion. This can be all about compassion. Whatever we're feeling, aversion, greed, liking, not liking, checked out, All of it can be about compassion, compassionate practice. So the last thing I'll just offer, and this is optional, my friend Tuari Salah offers this on every retreat, first day. She talks a lot about how we have judging mind, fixing mind, and comparing mind. 
anybody noticed any about those a little bit today? Even already? A little bit of judgment, fixing, comparing, maybe? Yeah. So Tuary, she's kind of fierce. She's a big, big presence. She's like, we're not going to do those things. We're going to vow to not, this whole week, refrain from judging, fixing, comparing mind. So if it feels right, even just now in your own body and your heart, you might just see how it is to make this commitment. And now we might still have these minds arise, but how would it be to know and not really believe them when the judgment arises, the fixing, the comparing? How would it be to know we're committed to not believing those narratives? Noticing they arise, but we're not believing them. We're not bought in. I vow to renounce judging mind, fixing mind, and comparing mind as best I am able for the duration of this retreat. So up to you. But I found it very helpful. And if this feels inspiring, you can really do that in a kind of fierce way. Not gonna not gonna believe that so much in this retreat together here. Okay. So for some, this two minutes to noon might be the best moment of the day. And if so, we can enjoy it. And for others, just to practice metta, compassion, slowing down as we go into this next period of practice, very important period of practice this lunchtime. Okay. So thank you so much. I feel a lot of sincerity in your practice in this room. Thank you, thank you. And uh, I'll see you in there pretty soon.